Hi, welcome to the Business Class ESL Breakroom. We're a company of passionate language trainers and coaches. We're here to share ideas, to improve our skills, and strengthen the training community. Come in for some inspiration, leave with tips to apply to your sessions today. Hi, and welcome to the ESL Breakroom. So it's September as we report here, and for many, this time of year still feels like a new beginning, even long after we've left school. As business English trainers in France anyway, many of our learners are just back from the traditional August holidays with renewed motivation to learn. So today, I thought we'd bring together a few of our in-house trainers for a chat to see what they've got up their sleeves for this new season of training sessions. So I was curious to hear, and I thought you might be too, what new or not so new resources they've found recently to incorporate into their sessions. So we've got Anthony Schock and Manuel Paredes, who are both trainers and materials creators, creators. So welcome, guys. Thank you. And we've asked you here as trainers first and foremost. So Anthony, let's start with you. Like, what are you liking right now in your sessions? Well, Sue, uh, I'm glad that you asked because it is the start of the new year, and it's always good when you start a new year to set goals for yourself. Well, I'd like to talk about a couple of goals that I've set. And one of them has to do with CPD. So I wanted to share a great resource that uh, I've heard about. Uh, for, uh, it's been a, quite some time already, and I just didn't never had the time to uh, to really uh, get my hands on it. Uh, so this is called the Modern English Teacher. So what is Modern English Teacher? You can abbreviate it in MET. Mm -hmm. um, well, first of all, it's a website. Okay. Uh, it used to be uh, a journal that was called the Modern English Teacher, and there was another journal called the uh, English Language Teacher. Uh, they decided to create this offer of, of um, CPD. And uh, you can find, uh, what I like about it is that it, it has uh, resources, it has uh, articles that are uh, written by professionals, by trainers, teachers mm. for, for us. For okay. other trainers and other teachers. Uh, so it bridges the gap between um, also science, what we know about uh, acquisition and, uh, uh -huh. the, uh, and, and how we can apply it to our classroom. Okay. So it's a great, uh, great resource. And uh, what I really like about it is that they have a, um, a, um, a, a, an app called My CPD. So if you sign up for it, then uh, it lets you add articles that you've read and uh, that where you like to, there's ideas that you'd like to apply to your, your own practice. Ah, like a tracking system. It's a, it, exactly, it's a log. So I've tried it out already and I'm, I'm really excited. I, I, there was this article I read and I, I decided oh, I'm gonna, uh, there's a, a part where you, you say what you're gonna do with mm -hmm. it. So uh, you can export it, print it, show it to your, show it to your, your, your director of studies, your, your manager, say this nice. is what I've done as well. So that's mm -hmm. one uh, resource that uh, I read. I recommend it there is a cost it costs uh, 40 euros i think a year okay. to mm -hmm. sign up which sounds like you find it really valuable so that's cool thank you thank you and manuel how about you so yeah i've got i've got a couple of resources that i would like to share and recommend uh today the first one is called uh extempore Extempore is a, is a, is an app that um, 
can help, uh, well, can help trainers to assess uh, their learners, uh, learners' ability to speak, uh, more the, the, not the accuracy, but more, uh, but also the fluency, because this app allows you to set um, set uh, time restrictions or con con constraints. So uh, you give, you ask him a question. Um, whether you can actually record, it can be, uh, you can, it can be an audio, it can be a type question, it can be an instruction like describe this picture for, I mean, I've, uh, you can use it with beginners, all levels. Um, that way learners have, a, let's say like a countdown, a three, three second countdown. So they have to record their answers. And, and so there is not much time of preparation that way they are, let's say being more they can experience the, the real features of spoken language, you know, the spontaneity um, feature of a spoken language. And, and um, yeah, so they're practicing while doing, using this, this app. Uh, learners get to practice. The, um, they, can, they can develop their communicative skills, um, they can develop their fluency. And at the same time, you as a trainer, you're assessing as well the way they do things. And, things that have to be uh, worked out and improved or, or yeah, I think. Uh, so it's a great app. Um, I got to admit that I've, I, this is, uh, this is an app that I would like, I want to um, implement this year. It's called Xtamp where we go and check it out. Um, now the second one that I want, that I wanted to share with you guys is called Mentimeter and, and this app, um, I'm a little bit more familiar with this app. Um, Mentimeter is um, uh, is basically used for creating presentations, um, uh, kind of interactive, dynamic presentations with um, um, like um, real-time feedback, um, which can be highly beneficial, as we all know. Um, there's a bunch of tools that are that come with the free account it, it, it is free so you can set up a free account and try it out yourselves uh, you've got you can you've got a open-ended type of questions q a sessions you have a spinning wheel uh, scale graphs if you want to you know kind of do the ranking so it's for you can be used for quizzes polls you can use you use this for voting disagree agree about certain so you can exploit this um, very much uh, you can set it up in such a way that it's like a little game using the spinning wheel um, yeah so uh, if I, I think I, I'm gonna try to describe it briefly um, generally speaking you as a trainer you you, you, you um, let's say you have an activity a task and you set up your presentation presentation may involve a question more than one question and um, uh, you share your screen let's say you're on zoom share share your screen learners read instruction which is something like go go on to menti.com and type this code because the code is um, normally generated when you share your presentation and uh, and they access on their mobile phones and they they type they select they they choose uh, depending on the question and as they are doing the, uh, this on their phones, they can, they can see uh, nicely displayed 
all the answers on their screens. And the cool part of this is that it's um, anonymous. So um, there, the app doesn't add, doesn't typically ask learners to type their names. So you just you will just see answers floating around or words or the graph uh, will be displayed, but you wouldn't, uh, nobody would know who wrote what or who chose what. Uh, so keep that in mind if you want to know, and depending on the activity, but oftentimes I ask him to type their names if you, if that's your, if that's your aim, right? Um, to know who wrote what, and then you can um, discuss about it, etc. But um, so I want to mention a couple of, of uh, positive aspects about this, this uh, resource, um, Mentimeter. First, it's great for creating engagement, right? Uh, it allows you to engage, interact with your learners. Um, uh, so personally, it has helped me to make sure everybody is on board. Uh, I've just uh, I've just used it uh, recently with a group of beginners. So I just asked a simple question, how are you feeling? So learners, uh, very simple instructions, grab your phone, type this code, go to this website, and type this code, and then there was the question, how are you feeling today? So they had to choose uh, some adjectives, and and um, it was very easy, so but everybody was engaged because they, they were able to see how the whole group was feeling at the moment with a bunch of uh, words floating around the screen. So that was that was very cool. Um, but um, um, the other um, way that I've used it and uh, type of question that I've been implementing more lately, especially with intermediate and upper intermediate levels, is the open-ended questions. So I usually ask my learners to, I ask them to, I, I send them into their breakout rooms and in, in pairs or in small groups, they, they have to discuss and discuss and share and give their opinions um, on a certain topic. So that's my activity. But when they're back to the main session, of course, you can always get them to report what went on during their discussion, but uh, which again is developing the kind of fluency, the kind of communicative skills, because it's kind of spontaneous. But um, um, when using Mentimeter, I ask them to individually uh, type on these open-ended questions. They have a uh, like 250 characters, if I remember correctly, to type, let's say, what they've discussed or the summary of a conclusion or what their peers share or something like that. So by doing this, they go a little bit deeper uh, into the thought or the idea that they had. So they have to choose carefully what, they're, what they want to share because they know it will be displayed on the, on the screen. So the punctuation, a certain, they, they think twice before posting their their little paragraph. So there you go, that that, that would be my um, my two recommendations, uh, extempore, uh, for fluency, and then the second one, um, mentimeter. Uh, those would be my, my, my two suggestions. There you go. Sounds good. Well, guys, one thing or two things I'd love to share that I find just an interesting topic for myself, and it it's kind of juicy in a higher level group, is um, Greg McKeown's book, Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less, which is just all about how to 
clear the clutter in our busy lives. But mm -hmm. why I like it is because I've found and you can find quite easily lots of short videos all over because he's interviewed everywhere on YouTube. And the topic is of interest in general to a lot of people, you know, gets into yeah. time management. So that Greg McEwen's essentialism, I find pretty juicy. How may I ask how what how you use it in, in the session? Is it like a discussion or do you uh, I often make time time management a topic and there are other resources I've used, you know, Lingua House and et cetera, as a global topic, time management. But um, I bring that the video in and there are short videos. So we use it for you know listening comprehension and give them discussion questions. And I've also found some great sketch noting. Um, there's a great sketch note online with Greg McEwen's book from verbal to visual, which is a sketch noting website called verbal to visual. And that has a great um, image to let people discuss because it's all icons. So that brings me to sketch noting. Right. Well, I was going to say, what is sketch noting? Sketch noting is fun. Now, you know, need to go back to last month's yes. oh. um, podcast with Emily Bryson, who's fabulous because she's made sketch noting her niche, especially in English language learning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's a great teacher for that as well. She shows us how to use simple, anybody can draw icons mm -hmm. to communicate so much more in a language learning setting. And so sketchnoting is something that is taking over boardrooms and language or regular mm -hmm. you know, academic settings. Can you use it? Uh, can you replace the the type of board work that traditionally we have, where we we just write the language? Is it something that you absolutely use? you can replace a couple of things with, you know, rather than the word, especially for lower levels or if you have a class or a session with people from different language backgrounds. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. not everyone uses the same word for book. Just draw the image. And it's great. And there's a website called thenounproject.com, which is like a bank of icons and images that aims to be a global bank just for this purpose. So you will put that in the It's all going to be in the notes. Yeah. Now, Anthony, before we wrap up, I think you had one more you wanted to share. Yeah. So uh, there's also one one thing that I've been really interested in in the, the past couple of months, and that's uh, how to develop uh, my learners' uh, listening skills. Now, this is something that I often get from my learners is this kind of deep seated uh, frustration when it comes to listening to usually people who speak very well English uh, that they have to interact to. And they come to me and they say, well, I don't understand. And I'm just, there's, there's no hope in sight. Well, this, uh, as a result, I started reading about it. I got interested in it and I discovered uh, Richard Caldwell's uh, books on um, the activity of decoding. So, I uh, I really liked it. I thought it was uh, it was a great way to to develop the the the, the this these bottom up skill because you really uh, teaches how to how to perceive the the sounds and mm. not. Uh, is and that the one? Of, sorry for interrupting. Is that the one yeah. about the jungle and the garden and the uh, <clears throat> different levels of that? Yes, exactly. That's the uh, his his. Uh, it's called the botanic walk. It's really easy to do. You you can try it out. You basically you start out with uh, a sentence and you say it very slowly, very slowly. Nice. Then you say it uh, as you would as uh, when you hear it. Usually in a scripted dialogue, so uh, more a little bit more natural, but still not authentically. So you mm -hmm. you say it very naturally, and then. 
you go to the jungle. Right. So the jungle is the way that when we speak, we we kind of you know mush words together. So mm -hmm. I would say very slowly. Right. And mm. so I went from the three versions. So that's the botanic walk. And if your listeners are interested, I uh, I adapted Richard Caldwell's uh, material, some of his material, to an online uh, website, which Ooh, fabulous. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Tell us more. Which uh, so th this this there's a ten units uh, that are composed of different uh, features of jungle speech, uh, and uh, you can uh, work with them. Uh, that it would take about twenty minutes during the, the course of a lesson. Uh, work with them through that. Uh, so these are recordings you've put together yourself and you've put online. Is that right? Uh, I have. I'm not the author. I've just adapted uh, Richard Caldwell, who created material for the learners. But they were they were print formats, and uh, I just thought let let's make a website. Like let's you know let's transform this into like a friendly e uh, something that could be used uh, as an e-learning. So you. So could trainers like me, let's say I can go on, on your website and uh, guide my learners for them to practice the listening, um, let's say to develop their listening skills by, by, by using your content. Uh, yeah, I would recommend uh, I would recommend that you do at least one unit with them and, and then uh, possibly if they have a, a perhaps a B1 or B2 level. They could also they could do it by themselves because I used a a um, um, an e learning creator uh, app creation thing called HP five or H five P I forget so that they get the answer so that there's you know there's a so the satisfaction level once yeah so you can they can do it themselves the, the decoding exercise the, they can check their answers themselves okay uh, so, yeah. that's really great and that actually complements something that I find really helpful for this topic is um, on YouTube a woman named Keenan Rhodes Clear English Corner which she specializes in the exact same thing maybe in just a different presentation of it she talks about linking and helping people understand how native speakers link so they can break down language. So those two resources sound fabulous. Thank yeah. you for doing that. What's her name again? Keenan yeah. Rhodes yeah. and her site is focused on American English. And there are other people on YouTube who do a good job with this as well. They just have different accents. So right. she's clear English corner. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I tend to use. So Guys, this has been super helpful. Anthony, could you say the name of your site again, please? Right. Well, it's actually one of those uh, Google sites, so it's not very uh, attractive. But <laughs> I will uh, definitely give you the link, and uh, it's called. It is called Jungle Listening: uh, Ten Activities to Boost Your Listening Skills. Jungle Listening. Okay, Jungle listening. we'll look for that. Mm -hmm. Guys, this has been super helpful. I have a few things I'm going to try out this week. Thanks to you. And uh, I hope our listeners will too. So, fantastic. Thanks, Sue. Thank you, Sue. Right. Take care. Thanks for joining us in the Business Class ESL Break Room, the podcast designed to bring business English trainers useful ideas, inspiration, and conversation that motivates. Follow us on Instagram at business underscore class underscore language and subscribe to the ESL Breakroom playlist on Spotify, Deezer, or Apple Music for new episodes. See you next time.